and welcome to the Nerdic Gods Podcast, episode 91. I am your host, Sims. I don't like Yeah, Sims, why not? Uh, and I'm joined by, as always, Daniel Navaroli. Hey, you got it right. I am always here. You can't get rid of me. I'm like a cockroach. That was a callback to what yeah, we were just talking about. That is a callback. Uh, I was you've just robbed my the segue to to took a the uh, <laughs> the cockroach we can't get rid of in the politest way possible. Uh, a Mr. Tucker. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm more, I'm more of a G, I'm a GTA Five. I'm a Skyrim. I'm not a cockroach. You, uh, mm. Compare me to a best-selling video game. Not a, gotcha. not a scumbag arachnid thing. And YouTube's <laughs> open coming superstar. Uh, Mr. I'm gonna call him Mr. Sam, uh, from Mr. Sam. a from a YouTube channel called Bloody Brilliant Games, which is a wonderful English name for a channel, by the way. Uh, that is a great name. Thank you. Thank I'm you. currently on my way to subscribe to that. And Thank you. I don't know his second name because I am useless. Uh, so we'll call him Mr. Sam. Mr. Sam, welcome to the podcast. We clap. Yay! Talk Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, gents. Sam, tell us about yourself. I spent 20 minutes with you. I met you a couple of months yeah. ago couple of months ago a month ago now egx uh a super strange story i'll explain briefly there was i was looking at Yu-Gi-Oh cards and i turned around and there was a gentleman with a camera and i was like well this is the conversation i was like what what are you recording let's go he says to me he says i'm recording my friend's youtube content i was like wonderful where's your friend he said i don't know i was like look if you find him tell him i'm looking for him I happily support whatever he's doing, and we can have a conversation. I run a podcast, and I'd like to have him on. I didn't know nothing about you, but this is the kind of guy I am. Anyway, so we pop ways. 20 minutes later, you just bombard me. Hello, hello. I was like, who are you? And he's like, I'm that guy that was supposed to do the YouTube channel. Anyway, I'm the guy. <laughs> and we, we had a conversation. It was great. Um, please explain to me, like, uh, what, what it is you do? What's your aim? And um, what did you do at EGX as well? Like, please tell us your experience at EGX. So, first of all, hello viewers, my name's Sam. Um, I, basically, I like to describe myself as an amateur video games journal. Um, video game journalism has always fascinated me, and I've always been trying to find a way to get into it. Um, I applied to God knows how many actual publications, like Rock, Paper, Shotgun, Eurogamer, etc., and they never got back to me. So I was like, eh, sod it, why not mm. start up my own outlet? Um but yeah, basically just cover uh, the game's news, trying to mostly um, as by the numbers as, as possible, kind of a little bit of opinion thrown in there, but mostly try to keep it uh, factual. And yeah, it's mainly just our main content is the weekly news that we do, um, but I'm also covering a, little, a lot of articles that I've got in the works around kind of different kind of stuff. The one which is closest to. Uh, completion coming out is about why the xbox one is a shit name and why that cost microsoft in that generation of console um, that's a great article idea i mean I, I agree with you first and foremost but i'll certainly give that a read when it's published yeah yeah um and yeah at egx we were literally just uh, myself and my cameraman tom um were going around uh developers uh looking at their games playing a little bit of their games and interviewing them uh so right now on the channel you've got interviews with um which i was really really excited that we managed to get hold of uh two people from team 17 the developer publisher uh they were really really great people we got um p cube we spoke to one of their community managers who's a really nice bloke uh we talked to the developers of uh, or developer from uh, repixelate 
put out Formula Retro Racing, and I've got a game called Clash of the Metal, I think, if I remember rightly, coming out. Um, another really nice guy. And we also had the guys from uh, Waving Bear Studios, the guys behind an upcoming uh, horde shooter called Stuffed. Um, what else do we have? Uh, the game which was actually right next to us when I was talking to you, uh, Sims, was uh, This Means Warp, which is a really fun little party game, um, similar to FTL, similar to Love is in a Dangerous Space Time, uh, and oh, there yeah. was another game which I can't quite remember the name of. Um, but yeah, I spoke to a lot of game devs, um, and yeah, it was basically just they're covering it. We tr- we're treating it as kind of a press event for, for ourselves, even though we had basic badges and couldn't talk to about half the developers because none of the buggers were there. Mm. How did you find the experience at EGX? It was a very quiet affair at the time. Yeah, yeah it was. It was really quiet. I mean, I, I said it in, I think, a scrapped version of the video that I, um, I got rid of. That the thing was is that obviously for the last few EGXs, we've been used to Sony, Microsoft, and to a little bit Nintendo battling on the skyline, um, kind of looking for that dominance. And because we didn't have that, it was more the that terrible. There was a terrible Virgin Media Fall Guys booth. Um, and that was about it. You had Team 17, which were the biggest publisher there. Um, and obviously the 18 plus room, which was crap because it was all games that were already out and about four systems. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was a different affair. I, I think I, I explained to Daniel and Connor a couple of weeks ago. I think I, I feel like it was like, they uh, didn't expect to be able to do this this year, and they kind of yeah, uh, started booking yeah. it very late notice, like like maybe early June. And they were like, right, let's try and get all these people in. And they were like, mm-hmm. either, either PlayStation or a Nintendo or Xbox just replied, well, like, it's too late. It's too late for us. We can't really get that much. We can't get things together that quickly. Yeah. I mean, it, it well, takes it's... contractors to build these settles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's even later than that. We were speaking. So one of the people we were speaking to was the one of the PR and events managers of Team Seventeen, and she was telling us that they had three weeks. They were given the go ahead three weeks before the event, and then had to scramble to put on some kind of showing, which always explains why there was no Nintendo, Microsoft, or Sony. Mm, yeah, uh, I spoke to that lady, PR lady. She was absolutely mm-hmm. a lovely. She was a she yeah. was a delight to talk to. She shout out cool. to that lady. Yeah, she was wonderful. Mm. Shout, really. shout, shout, shout out to, to, to the unnamed individual. Becky from Team Seventeen. Wonderful. Um, Becky. She got that flex. She was flexing. She was like, "Oh, I just emailed that like this this gentleman." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Yeah, great." But yeah, she was lovely. She gave us some great advice about you know trying to work with these companies. So uh, that was. Well, what was quite interesting is, sorry, mate. What what was quite interesting? We were talking to her, and she said that last time she was in an event, she was there as a freelance games journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and because. And the um, I'm not sure if she said this uh, to you that she said to us that the interview we gave with her, or we had with her, was her first um, interview, and obviously she's used to being on the other side of the camera um, asking sure, the questions. Yeah. So it was, it was a neat little uh, little experience actually talking to those guys. Yeah, definitely. Everybody should go check out. Please, uh, what is the YouTube URL for your channel? Uh, oh, go on a minute. Uh, I, we haven't got the custom, one of the custom URLs, but if you just type into uh, the YouTube search bar, bloody brilliant games, all one word, um, you'll find the channel. Uh, as I said, we've got, at the moment, it's just the weekly content and the, the weekly news content and the EGX stuff, but we've got some kind of essay cut type stuff coming up soon. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. It's yeah. very easy Before, to find, by the way. I, when I looked it up, I was just like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Click. I want to make sure we shout out Tucker. I know we, we mentioned Tucker, course, but back, yeah. backlog, backlog banter. Uh, he he's he's had had a, a big spike this month. I want to shout. Holy out. shit! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we've been That's doing enough. this for a little over a year, and we 
uh, have had pretty steady growth. Um, but about a week ago, when Pikmin Bloom released, we released a uh, guide on how to do the social and expeditions and stuff like that in that game. Uh, and that video has almost 11,000 views now, and we've gotten almost 100 subscribers from it, which is just a, like a magnitude of ridiculousness that, that blows me away. But yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy with that, and I'm, I'm hoping the growth somewhat continues. I mean, we've been getting like two, two and a half thousand views a day now, which is just like uh, 200 times more than we usually get. So that's uh, it's, it's quite exciting. Massive congratulations to Tucker and the team at Backlog Banter. Like we're proud of you. Always rooting for you. Um, thank you, thank you. Those little guys, we all have to stick together. And I, I, that for sure. me, that's that's something that doing this and like a personal like goal for me is to like is to meet people like some like yourselves and like, you know not to say mm -hmm. your tiny channels but you know youtube's a big swimming pool and you know yeah. with the with the little like squids you know getting eaten by the bigger fish but little amoebas but you know again the shout out to any other youtube who, who does come across this like you are welcome to this channel and you know we'll happily support you just give us a you know just dm any of us and we'll we're all willing to have a chat and support each other moving on we've got a rotating segment Connor's not here at the moment due to my stupid time zones. So Connor's got this like stupid like energy. Oh, you're keeping it going. That's energy what I'm talking drink, about. Like you know, opening and tasting session. I do uh -huh. not like energy drinks. So this week's energy uh -oh. drink is uh, we're not sponsored by the way. Is a mon a monster and a monster juice energy 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 plus juice. It is Monster's one of the worst tasting energy it drinks. It just doesn't say what flavor it is. It's an orange one and it's got butterflies on it. So we're gonna have a nice. It's gotta friend. say something. I don't know. I don't know. All right, hopefully, put it into it the mic. One of those mystery flavors like butterfly really cans. Oh yeah. I think they actually smushed up butterflies and put All them in right. the can. I've not had one Ooh. of these in about two years, by the way. Oh, what Christ. Christ. He's gonna be bouncing off the walls the rest of the episode. <laughs> Sims with energy. Imagine Daniel. Imagine. I know. I know. The damage he can cause. <laughs> oh no. It tastes like fruit juice. It's very nice. It's oh, not okay. Bitter. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, proceed with this on through the podcast. Oh, okay. And with that, nice. uh, I'm drinking uh, water. Aqua. From the what tap. Is, yes. What's water? What is that? Oh, well, if you haven't heard of it, I, you're not alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, what's your beverage of choice for the podcast? Literally just a bottle of squash. I'm there boring. You bottle of squash. <laughs> if you're English, you know what squash is. Squash. With that doesn't mean anything to a stupid <laughs> American over here. It. I love this. I love the the difference with um American. I blew your mind. What did I blow my, your mind with a couple of weeks ago? I was just sending dumb, probably sending loads of pictures of English food, and you were just like, "Oh yeah, you were well, you were like trying to name stuff. It was a mess." <laughs> I anyway. culture clash, everyone. Culture clash. Moving on with the news. So uh, I can't find it. Where it says uh, Xbox and Sega announced a strategic partnership for. Uh, in quotes, super game. Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, super game. Super I don't know what game. that means. Okay. Let me find the article because it's all wrong. I'm going to edit this out. Sega has announced plans to explore a strategic alliance with Xbox to produce a large scale, large scale global games built using Microsoft's Azure cloud platform. Sonic Maker hmm. said the agreement would form a key or part of Sega's mid to long term strategy. What's that word? Strategy. Strategic. 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 Strategy. Long term strategy. 
which is dubbed that, that the Super Game. This yeah. initiative is designed to develop games <laughs> where the key <laughs> focus is our global online community and IP utilization, it said. So, squash that's key right there. I think that last sentence you said, uh, I'll jump real quick. Oh, that IP util- utilization is key because Sega has a lot of IP and a lot of yes. dormant IP that isn't used. Um, whatever this partnership may end up being, I mean, this has been rumored for years and years and years, or a year at least, that they were going to pick up Sega. It's been a rumor mm-hmm. for a while. So I think it, at least since the Bethesda thing, which I think has been a year, um, they That's have a lot, lot of IP yeah. that. Uh, could be used sonic is the biggest one obviously but yakuza has been blowing up more recently in the west mm-hmm. um, they have a bunch of rpgs that they don't use they have fighting games like sega's a big deal mm-hmm. yeah i mean it'd be interesting to see uh, modern sega try to do something that is that high production value of course you have the yakuza games you have those other franchises but with the ones that are long dormant some of those genesis and dreamcast ones that people are always clamoring to come back seeing that with large amount of production value uh and and on the most powerful hardware and of course supported by that azure cloud streaming that that could be really big it could be one of the biggest sega enterprises that we've seen in modern times what's interesting is that so if we look at the you know, some of Sega's published games have been coming out on Game Pass recently mm. um, from day one, which is kind of probably an um, early sign that this is going to be a thing. And the one thing you've got to think, you mentioned Sonic. You've got to hope, if you want a Sonic game with between those two, you better hope it's either some of Microsoft Studio working or anybody else other than, te- than Sonic Team. Because they just developed... They don't have a great track crap. record as of late, yeah. No, no. Just go, and, just go and get the guys that made Sonic Mania. I just thought, give Double Fine the Sonic license. That would mm-hmm. be wicked. Oh, yeah. a goofy Sonic game? That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be so good. For me, this 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 screams, uh, you know, Big Phil Spencer's gone down to Sega and says, oh, let's, let's just buy you out. Let's mm-hmm. get, and let us look after you. And they've gone, no, but let's work something out. And then they've come out yeah. with this strategic alliance of, of like, Sega going, I don't want to be bought out, but we'll do a strategic, we'll have this, mm. you know, we'll get this word salad out there and say, look, we're working together. This pretty much says we're going to be hand in hand with Xbox for the, yeah. in the, for the future forever, which they've already kind of done anyway, with, especially with their Yakuza's and everything else they've done with Sega. It's, it just kind of thing, it, it's, it kind of, for me, it screams, the big boys have tried to buy them out and Sega's gone, no. And then mm-hmm. maybe, we don't know that. No, obviously sure. not, but this, from what I'm saying, like what I'm seeing and what I'm reading, I'm thinking, you've tried, but you failed, but you've, it's kind of worked out in your favor. So, I mean, think, I mean, if you want to talk about the, the, the acquisition, like think how much they paid for Bethesda, number one, yeah. and probably triple that. That's yeah. what, that's well, how much really? Sega would. You think so? Oh, yeah. I- Sonic is massive. Sonic alone True. would cost I mean, so much money. They own a lot of Sonic studios. games. Do not sell as well as Bethesda games. Sonic mm. is massive. He has a movie. So, uh, Sonic oh, is one I'm of the most. Aware, but... Sonic is one of the most <laughs> recognizable characters, like in games. Period. Sure. So, like, I just think that it would it would cost a pretty penny to pick pick mm. up Sonic. So they're not necessarily just paying for Sonic, though, are they? They're paying for the, the, no. the history of the accuser. I, I believe yeah, what sure. is Persona's thrown in there as well. I'm guessing. Yeah, Atlas. Yeah, because they do own. So. Yeah. Well, so, tell us what I've got to say. I'm kind of with you, sense that it shout, This shouts to me that Sega are going to be bought by Microsoft in three years' time. 
because mm. Sega have, you know, when they've, as, as, you know, that's why they dropped out of the console market, because when they've traditionally tried to do stuff by their, on their own, they've, they've hemorrhaged cash. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if this leads to a micro purchase in three time. Um, also, potentially with, because I'm pretty sure I um, saw a rumor that there's going to be another, or there is another uh, PlayStation Battle Royale esque title mm. in the I think I read somewhere. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, right, let's get Sega on board and try and make our own Microsoft version. Because if you think about it, think of characters that are going to try and fit in a fight and get what you got Chief, got some of the guys from Gears. Yeah. I mean, they got a lot now because of the Bethesda stuff. True. Yeah. So they got yeah. more now, but. But you're right, that would certainly boost that that library or that, that stable of IP, because whenever I think about Xbox, and I'm, I'm not an Xbox guy, I've ha- I had a 360, I've played my fair share of a couple of their titles, but I'm, I'm much more mascots, much more IP, stuff like that, and, and yeah. Microsoft has been lacking that, especially in modern times. You, it is that classic thing of all they have is Forza, Gears, and Halo, and, and for, to a large extent, it's kind of true, and of course, they've been turning that around with acquisitions of Double Find and the Hellblade Studio, uh, Obsidian, uh, all these Thank you, Ninja Theory, yeah. Uh, and of course, they're working towards having that big staple of IPs, and when they yeah. you know, take uh, Bethesda under their wing, okay, now Doom Guy and Dovahkiin and Volt Boy are Microsoft characters. Banjo-Kazooie, Steve, they've been building out this roster, but Sega would be another half they would double yeah, yeah. their their recognizable IP under their umbrella if they did that, and that would be a huge benefit to them. And I do think that moving forward and seeing how they're looking about making more diverse and uh, memorable characters and roles and stuff like that, Sega has that in their history. Whether or not they're doing that now, I don't know, but the collaboration could bring out the best of both of them. Yeah, um, you're, you're absolutely right about the... Oh, sorry, Dan. No, I was going to say, I wonder if we'll see uh, the first step in this be... Uh, the back catalog on Game Pass, yeah, hmm. or yeah. like the the Genesis collection bundle that they had, that game that they mm, had that just came out on Switch. Yeah, really. <laughs> I wonder, if, like, I wonder if maybe that's just like the the first step is like, hey, like we're not necessarily owned yet, but hey, let's they like what EA did, have like a big mm-hmm. Game Pass partnership. Maybe the sure. first step. It's quite possible, you know. But you, I've got to say, you're right talking about, you know, you look at Microsoft. I, I was always. I was always an Xbox guy, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you're right, you know, there's no... When you talk about, you know, notable video and characters, you speak to someone that doesn't really know video games, you're right, they're going to say Mario, they're going to say Sonic, and maybe, some, maybe you know, Crap Bandicoot. Pikachu, yeah. yeah. But there's none of that is Microsoft, because mm, yeah. all their games are, you know... Most Microsoft games have lacked a focus on a main character. Yes, you've got yeah. Chief, but... The, the whole purpose of Chief is that you can, quote-unquote, like, make him your own. Um, I say it's a mature so, leaning as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For pretty much their entire span, it's been pretty mature leaning. I mean, yeah. they've, 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 they're, they're better with uh, more kid-friendly things now, but now that they have, like, Double Fine, they can have way more of a mm. Um, mm. Kid, kid-friendly games. And you tie that in with their, with their accessibility controllers, you know, yeah. and... You know, which they, which I think they're probably the best at in 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 the industry in terms of getting, um, you know, making a games accessible to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you can criticize them for a lot of other stuff, um, but the accessibility stuff they're probably much better than Sony. Uh, oh, yeah. And you know, stuff like you know, putting stuff like Sonic, putting stuff like, um, 
I'm blanking. I can't think of any other Sega title. That's really bad, isn't it? That uh, yeah, I, all I think of is, is is Sonic. But you know, you put like a you know Sonic Mania, for example, on Game Pass. It can be played with the uh, any accessible controller, and that's you know another massive um, selection of potential gamers brought onto the Microsoft console. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting times. For it is exciting times to be an Xbox fan, especially if you're a child. Like I have two children, and they both have Xboxes due to the mm. cost of like video games. They've got Games Pass. Uh, they can play Roblox on it, and that's a massive factor. Um, the, the the fact that they can it, and the Games Pass, and obviously if they bring Sonic and they, they I think there is there has been Sonic games. I believe there's been one or maybe an Daniel. Come on, you're the Xbox guy. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, on, on Game, Game Pass? Pass? Had Sega I'm Game not too Sonic. sure. Sonic Mania. I think Sonic Mania was on Game Pass. I'm, I'm sure it's on its way, especially with this strategic partnership. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's exciting times, and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing... I, I just, I'd like to... It, it, I think it would be a massive historic day if the, if it was it was to happen. But I don't. I, for me, this... Daniel, you know, Sam says three years. I don't see it ever. I don't think... Sega's way too proud. They, they'd rather do this mm. than, than, than... Maybe. Sell out because it's it's Sega at the end of the day. I was that's the first console I ever owned. Do you know what I mean? Like the Sega Genesis, like in a box, second hand. Mom's like, here you go, son. Power Ranger game, Sonic and Sonic Ta- Sonic and Tails two, uh, Sonic and Knuckles <laughs> game. Like, oh my god, like I'm Sonic. I mean, Sega Sega's had a history of working with Xbox, so or even definitely. just Microsoft in general. So yeah. like it could just happen. I don't know. Definitely. We'll uh, just we'll waiting see. for Master Chief and Sonic the Olympic Games. Oh yeah, and all that. <laughs> to be fair, that that genuinely like you look at the, the fact that Nintendo and Microsoft have been working together, you know, fairly reasonably in in yeah. recent months. You could genuinely could see a Master Chief DLC for for you know um, Mario and Sonic at the twenty twenty eight, whatever the next one's going to be, Olympic Games. Yeah. It's exciting times to be a Sonic and an Xbox fan. Moving on to the next story. <clears throat> this is the most exciting one for me. Skydance New Media is making a Marvel Games with a Miss Amy Henning heading the project. Hennig, yeah. Hennig. Henning. Did I say what did I say? It's Henning. It's a weird amalgamation Hennig. of possible. Uh, you were close. <laughs> I've, I've lost. The, Give a little uh, sim spin. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm English. Leave me alone. I've 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 had everything loaded up. Uh, after holding it doesn't say too much about it does it hold on there is not a lot no, there it's it's very it's very very vague all they've said is it's going to be a blockbuster action adventure game um with a completely original story they've not announced uh the characters that are going to be involved in it I, it's because i it's because i um it was my lead story on uh on sunday's news oh, yeah. so i know i <laughs> i remember um talking a lot about it oh, go, but yeah so it you know it's a, a blockbuster action adventure game Completely original story um, from the uh, from the Marvel Universe. What is kind of a little bit um, interesting in terms of going forward is, you know, they've not announced any platforms uh, for the project and they've not uh, talked about a release date. So it's, it could be a case of many, many years in the future. Yeah. That said, you know, you look at Amy Hennig's uh, back catalogue, you know, obviously the Uncharted series is what she's most known for. You then look at when she was at Visceral, Project Ragnarok was um, slated to be like an Uncharted-esque, Ragtag, thank you, um, an Uncharted-esque kind of uh, action-adventure game. So that's clearly the style of game that she's she's best at. Um, So it's obviously going to go into that direction. What would also be quite interesting is to see how, you know, they take... They take what's happened with, you know, the Avengers game, 
um, what's going to happen with this new crap mobile game that got coming out um, and hopefully kind of go away from that and stick to the stuff that Insomniac's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be completely open world. I, I would hope not for her. I, I want, I would like a nice cinematic Marvel. I, I mean, more single, pl- single player, n- sure. no, no multiplayer whatsoever. Um, we'll talk about it much later, but me and Tucker have been, I, we both have beat guardians. I want that. I want that for a different character. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's what I foresee this being, especially with this new studio and her leaning it up and all of that stuff, uh, leading into that side of of a Marvel game and steering away from what Avengers was and the bad taste I left in presumably all of our mouths. Uh, I, I would love to see something with the quality of Uncharted um, because I love the Guardians games a lot when we're talking about, but there's certainly some some polish there that was not applied. And, yeah. and I think that with the polish that the Uncharted games, and of course, she's not the designer, but bringing that, that scope and quality to a Marvel game, uh, Insomniac's doing that and they will continue to do that, but it's kind of lacking everywhere else, and, I, and I'd love to see this applied to something entirely fresh. Hmm. Yeah. Who do we think the character is? <sighs> I'd imagine it's someone. I've, it's got to be like the Fantastic Four. You think or it's somebody someone... like closely relevant that's like mm. about to be relevant? Do you think? That I think I've got a feeling what they what they would do is stick away from the characters that have already been. So obviously the Spider-Man games, um, yeah. Insomniac's Wolverine game, obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and I'd say they probably stick away from the Avengers. I mean, they, they, mm-hmm. it's possible they could do like a Cap-specific game. Um, you know, I was thinking it was Black Panther. Yeah, though oh, he is possible. in the Avengers game. He got his own yeah. campaign. So if you're steering away from too many of the same kind of characters, which mm-hmm. I can see them doing, that doesn't mean that there's nowhere else to go. I mean, there's still plenty of Marvel characters to talk about. You say Fantastic Four, that movie, uh, the John Watts movie coming out, I think, 2024. Um, so that mm-hmm. would lead into presumably pretty nicely but there's other corners of the marvel universe to go to if you want something actually adventure shang chi moon knight shang chi uh, oh, uh strange that's one that popped in my head strange also all sorts of stuff yeah different could do an, another x-men i mean they're doing wolverine Possibly. why yeah. not do and there's so many quality x-men Iceman. Yeah, yeah. i don't know there's ooh, a lot that'd be, do. that'd be cool that'd be yeah. cool pun i think Iceman would have yeah. ooh cool sims what do you got to say he's got his hands clasped <laughs> I, I don't necessarily don't necessarily they they can't necessarily do a Captain America you know any of the Avengers in that in in the the okay great awesome amazing game that I really like. Um, they could you know they could do Captain America or you know or any of the cast from there like of course they could do Thor why not like mm-hmm. but I do think like what like Sam said like they, that or that Uncharted style you know story driven game but like what would you do as Amy Henning right you sat down you she obviously knew that Wolverine was going to happen and she obviously knew she, you yeah. know they know this shit at the end of the day so she is proper i i think she's clever enough to think outside the box but but then a, you know another marvel character that isn't too obscure that isn't too outside the box so mm-hmm. where where does that leave you like you've got your the avengers here You've got your little side characters, I don't know, Shang-Chi's and your, you know, Ant- Ant-Man. I, you, you can't, she can't do like, I don't know, Squirrel Girl. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, hey. Squirrel I mean, Girl's hey, really cool. You never know. 
I, I'm a huge fan of obscure superhero characters, um, yeah. and I really do think it would be fun to give because the movies have been great somewhat recently, especially in the last month and c- including today of of showing the wider industry characters that have existed for a long time but making them a big deal through big budget quality products and it would be fun for video games to give that a try because marvel games are behind the films in terms of introducing a breadth of characters and and giving a chance to an obscure character or or team if they wanted to go that direction would be really really fun well one that popped into my head is you know you look at again we'll take uncharted um which is obviously amy hennig's biggest product that she worked on um there's, it's kind of a, a nice mix in that game, isn't it, of the, the action shooting stuff, but also, you know, these amazing um, amazing places that he goes and, and, and visits. And, you know, mm-hmm. Nathan Drake's, you know, there's a little bit of investigation in the Uncharted title. Thinking maybe, you know, you look at someone like Captain Marvel, perhaps, who has had a little bit sure. of showing in the, in the cinematic universe, but, you know, there's so much breadth you could work with there. That said, I do think perhaps they will stick to something, again, you know, this is completely speculative. They might try and stick something that's a little bit more like standard run and gun. Um, but either way, I think it's going to be a. I'm not going to say it's going to be a good game. It will certainly be interesting compared to probably what the rest of um, Marvel games will be doing at that point. Sure. I, I just had the idea that, that washes away everything we've been talking about here Nick Fury game. And mm. as the director of Shield, amazing. you're controlling all this stuff. You're, you got the running gun action, but you also get to meet all these crazy side characters. Mm. You yeah. get the the obscure heroes popping up as you have to, you know, send Shield off to take down whatever. And then maybe there's a big, large scale thing in the background that is aliens invading or whatever. You get both sides of the coin, and then, of mm. course, as you said, running gun action. Nick Fury fits that. I mean, Samuel Jackson kind of old, so you probably want to create a different version of Nick Fury, but they're going to anyway. So. I, I I think that's a good balance right mm. there. I see Amy, your Nick Fury. I see your Nick Fury, and I raise you a Nick Fury, Phil Coulson, buddy cop action uh, adventure game. There we go. <laughs> there great. we go. That sounds great. Sticking with the Marvel news, uh, Marvel's Midnight Sun is delayed from March 2022, 2022 to the second half of 2022. Uh, put your hand up if you are surprised. I mean, no kind of. Uh, I mean, considering bit. games have been announced and released at a reasonable clip recently, of course, ones that started development earlier have gotten delayed, but this was announced during that time frame in, in a short release schedule. I, I have no reason to think that this would be delayed. I don't know enough about the developers' history if they do delay their games often, but I don't know if anyone's really jonesing for this anyway, so it's not going to be a huge hey, problem that's delayed. I say I like Firaxis. I say surprised, as in like not because oh, it looked bad, as in or it didn't look like everybody's cups of tea. Because whoever was, whoever wasn't, follow, who isn't us following the news, and they they watched that trailer on YouTube, and the first like twenty five seconds of that trailer is like, oh, this looks amazing, and and, and then it turns out to be this like turn based action card based. RTS type. It's Firaxis. Yeah, I know. What, what do people you know, expect? Take us out of the question. So, you know, and mm-hmm. we'll go and get little Timmy. I'm gonna yeah, go once you Timmy. see Firaxis, I don't know. Yeah, but Firaxis doesn't mean anything to little Timmy, does he? Anyway, what I'm saying is, right, so the game didn't look bad. The game looked decent. Why are you focused fair. on little Timmy? It's not going to come oh, out. I, I, make these, I make these characters. I make Timmy's. Um, who else have I made? There's like, I've got. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is, like, 
that it's busy around that time. Around it, it is so busy, and I think sure. they've just gone. Yeah, Look, yeah. let's just let's just move away from that situation and just go over here and just and let's just and then own this space in maybe you know the summertime or maybe like you know was it like September like early September early September is a nice mm-hmm. little like because it's like you get your early little September game and then it just goes and like we're on that roller coaster right now and I know it because I cannot I can't deal with it right now. So, I, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. It's, it's the same old, you know, take your time. And that's okay. Take your time, you know, polish the game, or make it look real nice, and we'll enjoy it in the end. Like, you know, is, I know, Daniel, you're excited for this game. Like, Sam, wh- how, where, where do you stand on this game? I mean, the thing about it is, so obviously we saw the trailer um, at Gamescom's opening night, that's and right. I got nothing from that trailer. Mm. Because the <laughs> I, got, no, I got nothing from it because I, I, I got nothing about like what the game was going to be and, until like yeah. and and then the game two I think it was creative director Fra- uh, Fraxis he was like it's a tactical RPG and I'm like I expected that it's it's Fraxis yeah all you do is is Sid Meier's game Civilization and then you know you did a, like dabbling of XCOM um like. I don't really know what to think, but the one thing I, I think, you know, you talk about the release date, right? About it was going to be in about March 2020. Look at what was meant to come out last March. The amount of games that were scheduled for that time of year, and then all... The, the facts are that what every single publisher needs to do in looking at... And, I, I, you know, I don't go easy on these, on, but what they've got to do is avoid what CDPR did. And keep d- and True. keep doing yeah. little delays every single time. Go, hey, it's coming out now, or do really vague ones. Hey, it's, you know, it's coming out in three days. Oh no, we've pushed back, pushed it back two months. Mm-hmm. Be honest. And to be fair to Firaxis, they've got a pretty decent track record of games, um, and they've pretty decent actually hitting their launch windows. But I always just, I always think with these types of titles, when you look at you know, the hype that can be built around, especially with something like, you know, with something as widespread as the Marvel um, IP, you know, you're, you're always going to get excitement built around that. And it's all, you need to control it. Otherwise, you're going to run into so many problems. And as, yeah. as you say, you know, push it back as far as you need to get the job done. Don't release a half-assed game that's going to need four patches to be, you know, to be actually playable. Good point. Uh- they they have shown a decent amount of the game. Game Informer had it as one of their cover stories. So game Informer had like a bunch of interviews. They showed some gameplay, some of the uh, um, relationship building you could do when you're at like the base or whatever. So they showed some of like gameplay with the cards and stuff. So like they have shown a decent amount. I just think that it's not ready. It's not ready, and you know, like they announced it and showed a release date pretty quickly. So they were pretty confident. So I doubt it would be that much uh, after March. I know they said second half, so I mean, that could be July. Yeah. You know? I do I do think it is... I, I don't... I, I do think it is what I say is it's just... it's too busy, and they're just like, oh, let's just move away from that. Just get yeah. away from it. And, but well, A different enough, type of game, though. You know? Yeah. I mean, not, some it's, games could be on top of each other. They yeah, just have different audiences. Well, so it turns out in February 2022 when like half yeah. the games in existence come out. But I do think that Sims is right. It could be for a different reason. The game looked fine. The, there wasn't a level of polish that was missing. They didn't seem worried about it. So it could just be that they want to have their own space. And that first half of the year is so busy from everyone uh, that that spreading it out a little more is not terrible. 
Wasn't definitely. Mm, keeping on with the mm. Avengers stuff. <laughs> Good lord. I know, oh, yeah. God. Wow, Avengers. No, stop. There will be none of this. I am excited. Just let it die. I put it in here for you, Sims. This story was for you. <clears throat> Spider-Man is finally arriving in Marvel's Avengers later this month. Specifically, he's coming to the PlayStation versions. Uh, I True. caught this. Which, in which inherently makes the PC and Xbox versions lesser, even though they charge the same price. Yeah. yeah. Sam. Don't do this. <laughs> All right. I've got 200 hours in this video game. Admittedly, I have fell off. I'm oh, is not... there 200 hours oh, in that game? Because I played it when it first came out. This time last year, I was all Max, over he's it. maxing all the I characters. Not, I've not played. Good I've Lord. not played all the. <laughs> I've, I've got everyone to 130. I had a good time, man. I had See? a great time. Leave me alone. Oh, people have fun in different ways. All right. People collect stamps. I play Avengers. Leave me alone. Um, mm -hmm. Right. He's. All this. To be fair, I would make fun of you if you collected stamps as well. There you go. November 12th. <laughs> I'm going to cut the bullshit. It comes out November the 30th. There's no details. It's coming out with a raid. It's coming out with a few like, mm -hmm. different types of things. It says, um, I've literally not had time to read the story. Does anybody know? Uh, it comes out with. I think uh, the only the big say? ones I saw was the raid and the it was raid? the claw raid and uh, Spider-Man. Sam, I want to start with you. Like, you're very negative towards the game. Like, what? What? Let's just—it's okay. Everyone else is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm playing a bit. I like the game. I was very excited for this game as soon as it got announced mm -hmm. at 3 a.m. our time two years ago. I blew, you know, I was like, "This looks incredible. I can't wait." Mm -hmm. And then I was even excited for the games as a servicing, even though that's not necessarily my jam. I was just like, "Avengers." What could go wrong? Admittedly, like the gameplay wasn't great. I enjoyed the story mode. I I, I really enjoyed for what it is. I think um, Sanja Saar did an amazing job with Kamala Khan, and and I really enjoyed watching watching her journey grow, meeting the Avengers, um, and I enjoyed everyone who played who played the Avengers. You know, the Troy Bakers and no, no North. As Troy walks in your room. There's fingers under my thing. Give, bear with me. Get down. Down. Take oh, I have children, by the way. I thought, I thought he'd forgotten. Scared the shit <laughs> out of the kids. There's fingers underneath my thing. <laughs> Go ahead, I mean, Sam. You going to say something? Here's the thing, right, for me with, with the Avengers. So I was also excited when it was, you know, when, when, it, when it got announced. When we saw the um, trailer E3 2019, I want to say it was. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, there's this grey, the Avengers. But you know, it looks it looks good. You know, it's certainly a different way to take it. Um, then the words were said by one of the people representing Square Enix was, "It's a live, it's a live service." At that point, I completely didn't care because live mm -hmm. services are just the worst type of game possible because um, they make you pay and then puts the, the same amount of hours into it as a free to play game. It's got all the yeah. microtransactions, it's got all the, all the wait time, all the grind, but you're also paying money for it. And that's where I completely just didn't care anymore. Um, and then, you know, obviously everything that came out around it, you know, I'm not doing that. Troy Baker, Nolan North, all the voice actors um, did, probably did an amazing job because they are great voice actors. You know, the... But the thing for me was that all the stuff surrounding the relaunch, so first the beta came out and it was awful so buggy so broken the um the gameplay was so monotonous is actually what was quite interesting about it to me at least was that it had the exact same problem that 
Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3 had when it came out on the Switch is mm. that you're meant to have, like, Thor is the character that I thought this came most across with. Thor is meant to be this god, this Asgardian brute force, right? And he's taking several hits to beat up regular guys in body armor. It's the exact same thing that Ultimate Alliance fell into when you had, you know, Captain Marvel, who's meant to be this ultra-powerful hero, and is, you know, up against this boss that should take, like, half a, half a um, of one of their blasts to, dest- to kill, and it takes God knows how long to defeat this thing. It's the, the nerfing of these power of characters. Obviously, you know, you've got to find balance somehow, right? But if you've got these ultra-powerful characters, you've got to find, find some way to balance absolutely balance the gameplay but make it make sense other than oh yeah you know as i said hulk, the hulk is taking 24 hits to take out this one dude in a little bit of stocky body armor mm-hmm. it, it it just didn't interest me you know obviously all the stuff around it all the um players data getting leaked um or not leaks being if i remember right it was on display when you logged into the game yeah and, you know every it was it was cursed it was a cursed game and i've just got no interest in it Tucker? I think that the game is interesting for a lot of reasons. I am on the same page. I played it at launch. I thought it was pretty broken. I actually I couldn't finish. Like I, The game bugged out. And I was not able to finish that story mode. Uh, and I have no interest in going back to it, but uh, unlike you, it seems, I, I do feel that there is an interesting story here to be told if they're able to turn this game around. Through the Spider-Man update, through introducing the Rage, through continuing this long DLC train, and all of it being free, that could be an interesting turn for this game to take, and hopefully it ends up better. The Spider-Man thing is what people have been long waiting for. They announced Spider-Man was coming before the game even came out. I think I saw a thing of, it's been 480 days since that character was announced for the game, finally releasing. Um, So this could be very cool. I'll be interested to see what Spider-Man looks like suit-wise, who's playing him, how he plays into this story, how he plays compared to Insomniac's games. There's so many questions going into this, but it's a great sign that this is finally coming out. It's a great sign that it's free. It's a great sign that it's coming with more updates as well, and this game could turn itself around. It hasn't yet, as far as I know. I know people are were positive on the War for Wakanda thing. Both, they both gave Hawkeyes, him a bump. It gave him a little bit of a bump, the War for Wakanda, but not Yeah, enough. exactly. It was not exactly. I, I do think this game could, in retrospect, two years from now, look back on it and be like, that actually turned out better than we expected. Uh, but we have to hope that this gets more information and comes out good, because the weirdest part about this is that it's been a year without any Spider-Man information, and we still technically don't have any Spider-Man information. Yeah, we know yeah. when he's coming out, but no information about the character or what that DLC pack includes, so... That's a little yeah. bit worrisome, but we don't have a long to wait, which yeah. is crazy. No, well, yeah, just on. Sorry, Dan, I just wanted to quickly say that it's interesting that it comes out in 26 days and we yes. know nothing. Yeah. No gameplay, no yeah. story, whatever. So strange. That's I mean, the big, the big, the big, the thing I'm going to uh, throw to you, Tucker, is like, I agree. I think Spider Man could do it, but it's not coming everywhere. Yes. And that's not a good yeah. thing. They, yeah, they, need, they, they should not have, have struck an exclusivity deal. If they did that, then right now they should say, hey, PC, Xbox, or wherever else, I guess, it's not on Switch, right? I don't think it no, is. No. Uh, so PC and Xbox, you're yeah. going to get this other character. Mm-hmm. That They should just do that, because mm-hmm. like they are going to splinter the audience, and people are just not going to want to play the game. And like maybe the Spider-Man thing could do the complete opposite of helping. Maybe it could just... No, you're right. Hurt. 
Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because like, what's gonna happen? My question would be, what's gonna happen when? Um, because I think there's crossplay now, right? Uh, they introduced crossplay. I'm pretty I'm sure. sure. It's, po- so, it's certainly possible, though. Well, I, I think I read something. I'm, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, yeah. It, it pretty sure it happened earlier this year. I read year. an article that said it was. Yeah. So crossplay. What if I'm um, so I'm on PlayStation. Tucker, you're on Xbox, and and Sam, yeah. you're on PC. Uh, uh, what if I want to play Spider-Man and play with you two? Like, how does that gonna work? Or mm-hmm. like, am I just not gonna be able to as well? Because then that, yeah. why would I want to play Spider-Man either? Because mm-hmm. I can't play with you two. So. Yeah, it, it's wild that this has such little information because the one thing I will give the game quite a bit of praise on is the way that they re- revealed information. They were they had war tables for this game every two weeks or something. Lots of information about the way that they were going to be rolling out content. Lots of really in-depth things about how all these systems worked, how they were going to be taking care of this game. And that disappeared because the launch was screwed up, and I can understand that to a certain degree. But with something as big as the character that you were waiting for since before the game launched is finally coming. Why wasn't this in a war table? Why didn't they have a full return to form war table showing yeah. off Spider-Man, announcing what the next DLC character is, telling us how the, the path of DLC is going to continue? Because it's a lack of communication that really worries me. Not necessarily what could be coming, because there was a ton of stuff data mined. This game could have a ton of stuff coming, but we don't know. And and it's just a, a JPEG that they released on Twitter saying that this this ultra popular character is finally coming to the game. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah. It's like you're spot on, mate. You're spot on with that. The, like th- this is my problem always with live services, right? Is that they expect you to care for such a long time. Yeah. And as you say, you know, they, if someone says that, cause I'm pretty sure it was on that uh, E3 stream that they announced, you know, um, Spider-Man coming exclusively to PlayStation. If you're someone that's got your hands on the game and is like, Right, you know, you've played, you've played through it a bit. You're like, you know, I managed to struggle with my way through the campaign. Right, when's Spider-Man coming? No information. If you're this, like, almost specifically for Spider-Man, no information. And it's what, we're two years later? Something like mm-hmm. that? And still and still the vaguest information. Hey, it's coming on this date. Any information about what you're going to play like? Any screenshots? Nope, nothing at all. And by that point, you've you've run off half the audience that was expect that we're looking forward to playing as him because you've you've not, as you say, set out a I use the industry term a roadmap mm-hmm. of when he's going to come out of what to expect to keep them engaged. Yes, you know, you've got Black Panther that got added to it. I'm pretty sure Ant Man got added to it um, fairly yet. soon after. Not yet. He's oh not in the, he Ant Man is in the campaign. Um, but he's not. Scott, in, no, not Scott. Like, as a character, Ant Man as a character is in the yeah. game, but he's not a playable. Like that, there was the leak of all those characters, but none of they. To be fair to them, they have never said that that is a playable character. So I think they did at E three. No, they've never. Well, no, what you're thinking of is the end of that reveal trailer. Yeah, there was a him... shot of Ant Man shrinking down a thing. He'd be like, "Oh, yeah. look how cute it is when it's tiny." And that implied that he was going to be a playable character. He's in the game. To be fair to them, he's in the game. He's just not a. He's not a hero yet. Like he's yes. not. It's not what he is. So, yeah. uh, but I want. I do want to say about the war table. There's time for one. Like they sure. could do one a week before it and like blow. Do a big Spider-Man blowout. That's a good and like point. that would be enough. That's all they need to do. So there's plenty of time. Like I, I, I give them that. At that point, though, if hey, if I were them, I, uh, Square Enix hire me. I'll I'll manage your marketing. Uh, I would have. Said today, there is a war table coming in two weeks. No mention of Spider-Man. No, don't get people's hopes up. Do whatever. And when they tune into that, they're surprised that oh shit, Spider-Man's coming. It's been a year since we've heard anything. More, dev, more devs in general need to do that. 
Exactly, exactly. There's there is a hype factor to engaging your audience that this kneecaps. I mean, you're right. We're probably going to get a war table with information about that character before it comes out, but we know that's coming now. So, oh yeah, yeah, we, we saw that. I coming. mean, not okay. necessarily. They haven't said anything, so they, they might not. No, um, sure. No, I mean, like when they do do a war table, or if they do. And we get Spider-Man information. We knew Spider-Man information was coming. It's not the surprise yeah, yeah. that we would want it to be. So, uh, yeah. Daniel, I don't know if you have access to this document. Can you just take up hosting duties and move on to something else? Or oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, we I have just one don't last... want to vamp on this for too long. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we have one last story, which I I don't really have an article pulled up for it. Which is uh, I just want to talk about the Call of Duty launch event that they had last mm-hmm. night. Um, they showed off a lot. They have a bunch of um. Zombie footage, I watched a bunch of Game Informer, had a bunch of coverage. Uh, they did some campaign stuff. They did some impressions of that, impressions of the zombies. Um, the zombies seems pretty interesting. Like, they're kind of changing it up with um, doing actual objectives in the game. So it's not just, like, you're winning round by round. Like, you have, like, they got teleported to a different area, and they had, like, an objective to do. And it was, like, still only, like, the third round in, like, a normal zombie game. Uh, which is also being made by Treyarch. It is not being made by Sledgehammer, who's making uh, Call of Duty. So that's, that's I think, really nice. Like, Treyarch has been one of the backbones of uh, Call of Duty for a while. Um, I mean, to be fair, there's seven studios working on this sodding game. A lot, yeah. There's a lot. I think High that's Noon's why. still working on it. Um, I, I think Raven Raven Software's is. working on it, yeah. Um, Activision and Shanghai. Treyarch, yeah, Activision Shanghai, uh, Treyarch, and... Boys for Bob, uh, I think, is working on it. Yeah, as a support. Toys for Bob is a support. Studio, oh, yeah, that's right. Or maybe at least Warzone. I'm not. No, yeah, I think they're working uh, on Warzone. Y- yeah. Um, the so the the zombie seems a little ha- has some change up. Uh, the campaign seems interesting. I know. Mm. Maybe you can tell me, Tucker. I forget who it was, but I think that I saw a story that they have like a movie director having something to do with the cinematography for the 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 campaign. I saw this. Absolutely like, no clue. Okay, I know you're well, how, how big you are into movies. Yeah, um, no, I'm I'm a movie guy, but I think the interesting thing about all of this, and, and it'll be interesting to hear you as a Call of Duty player, and, and Sam, I don't know how invested in Call of Duty you are, but as someone on the outside, um, I barely knew this game existed. Uh, nobody's been talking about it. There hasn't been the hype or even the controversy of something like the uh, past few years have had the campaigns that people have been talking about. I don't hear anything about this game, and it's coming out imminently. I mean, it's going to sell. Well, it's going to be one of the best-selling games of the year, but... I'm wondering where the the information gap is or or something because I haven't heard almost anything about this game. I, I'm an outsider. I don't play Call of Duty, but I'm used to knowing that the game's coming, but I don't see anything about this game. Yeah, I think you maybe need to look more into it because they sure. have revealed some things. Um, it, it's I agree that it definitely hasn't been it, the last two Call of Duties. Because um, mm-hmm. honestly, if you think back, even Cold War, like... People felt the same when Cold War was coming out, and it still sold amazingly. (laughs) That game is, it keeps selling. Even Modern Warfare. I mean, Modern Warfare had a bunch of buzz. Like, that game was very, very, very big. Um, So, I just, this game will sell. Uh, I know people are kind of harping on the World War II aspect. And, like, in my head, I'm like, there's three main developers. Uh, So, every three years, I think we could have a Call of Duty in World War II. I think that's Mm -hmm. fine. I think if, because they did World War II Sledgehammer, that was their last Call of Duty. Um, so I think it's fine to have a World War World War Two Call of Duty uh, game. It doesn't, doesn't bother me at, at all. <laughs> sure, yeah, you're not even going to play it. Um, I'm very curious. Um, Sam, you got anything else to say? I've not touched a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 3. I stopped playing COD mm. after Ghost came out because it just lost my interest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was Black Ops 2 for Ghost, I think it was, actually, thinking about it. Yeah, it was 2012, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, again, the most I've seen from this was the... Um, and as always, my thing was, okay, the campaign looks interesting. Um, I like that they're going for what seems to be a more movie style. Um, so it looks like there's some actual direction than this, than unlike a Michael Bay bang, bang, explosion, explosion. Little bit of character work, bang, bang, explosions. But I mean, the thing for me is like, I, I'll be blunt. I just don't care about CODs. The thing is, as yeah. I said this on a friend of mine's live stream um, on Gamescom opening night. The COD games on and the Xbox One and PlayStation Four have got to a, a moment of stagnation where they all look and play the exact same or near enough the same. Right? I would. I would disagree, but you can continue. I mean, the th- as I said, you know, the thing is... I didn't is mean to interrupt what you were saying. You can it's all right, it's all right. As I said, I should, I should note that, as I said, that's going off someone that's not played one of these card games. I've played almost everyone. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I do want to, you, to, to know what you have to say. I, I'm going to say, I think that people... This isn't t- t- towards you or even Tucker. I think that people hate on Call of Duty too much when, and they think that it stagnates a lot when they're not even the ones playing the games. And that's sure. not to call out you two. Like I do think even a game like Infinite Warfare, people that if you remember that trailer was the most downvoted trailer like in yeah. YouTube history for a long time. When that's Infinite Warfare has a dumb fun campaign, like it's basically almost a sci-fi like ridiculous space opera fighting space Nazis. Uh, with the head being Jon Snow, uh, Kit Harrington, like that Infinite Warfare, the multiplayer in like, releasing today. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's in. He's in Eternals. Uh, Infinite Warfare had like a lot of boosters, and when you get to the gameplay, like Infinite Warfare played pretty crazy. Then you have games that were like Ghosts that played pretty normal, and then you had Black Ops Three that was more about dashing, and then you had the um, what do they call it? Operators. They started introducing operators. I think that they have had. Um, small little integrations, and that's usually between the different studios. If you're playing mostly Treyarchs, it's going to feel mostly like Treyarchs or sure. Sledgehammer. So the fact that they have three studios, I think, helps a lot. But go I mean, It's interesting that you say that people, you think people hark on uh, COD too much because I, I, I take the exact same view about stagnation as to Battlefield. I, I, just, I, think, I think those games have gotten to a point gameplay. I, in fact, I'd say most first person shooters. At least for me, have gotten to that stagnation moment, um, and it's this—it's the same with most sports games. They've gotten to that stagnation period where you know there's only so much. And yes, you know, there's three different core developers working on these on these titles, but there's only so much they can change year to year, isn't there? Um, and you know, I—I I wouldn't be surprised if you you know if we see some stuff in. Um, so if we saw stuff in the last COD game that uh, Sledgehammer were looking at and go, well, we wanted to do that, but well, could just if it. So, you so remember, could... yeah, if you remember, speaking of like that, like thing there is, if you remember, Treyarch's game was supposed to be this year. Cool. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 new Black Ops game was supposed to be this year, and Sledgehammer was supposed to be. They were up for last year, and they weren't ready. So I actually give Activision some credit for saying, hey, take a step back. Well, I guess. Uh, Treyarch and, and Black Ops uh, Cold War is ready, is more ready, so we'll just kick it into high gear and put that game out. So they definitely gave them time to work on it more. Mm. So there might be some little... They might have taken some things from Black Ops uh, to, to finish their game. 
I I agree with the stagnation thing, with, especially with the sports games. That like, I've no, I've noticed, I've reached out to a couple of friends of mine that we used to all play FIFA. Uh, my brother, and I've you know same message goes out to everybody. You got FIFA twenty two, just out of sheer curiosity. And they're like, no. I'm like, why? He's like, well, what's the point? Like, it, it's got to a point where like one of my friends is like sick of playing Ultimate Team. You know, you know, he does, he does, he has a good job, so he has money to you know to play mm. with and spends a lot of money on it. He's like, I'm just sick of spending money on it. Like, and my mm-hmm. brother is just like, I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush for it. It's like, what's the point? It's just 22. It's just, it's not, it's not, it's not much difference. And I mean, Call of Duty is different. I mean, the campaign's always different. And I mean, it, it does help with the different teams always on it. So it's always, it always feels different. And like, they get, they get to put their vision on it. So, I mean, looking at this Vanguard from a distance, I'm like, what I have seen of it, it looks interesting. Like, I'd love to, Play it, but the Modern Warfare is always the one that speaks to me the most. Like the last Modern Warfare I played was incredible. Um, yeah, I'm not the 2019 Modern Warfare. Yeah, incredible. Awesome. Such a, was a great campaign. Game. I had a really good time with it. Um, Connor is in our chat right now. The other co-host, he did. He 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 kind of talked about that. Uh, back to the cinematography thing. Apparently, they got a cinema one of Nolan's cinematographers, Christopher. Yeah, Nolan's, I was doing a little bit of it. research on that on my own. Uh, mm. And this guy is, I mean, he's done some big movies. He he was the cinematographer for Interstellar, Dunkirk, Ad Astra, and Tenet. Like, okay. that's a that's mm. a line of high-quality films deal. right there. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just trying to find the, um, trying to try to find that out earlier, and I saw that the director is some actor that's been in, like, uh, I think Breaking Bad and some other stuff, and I was like, that's mm. a very odd thing to go from, going from appearing, you know, being a uh, uh, an actor in, in these things to then director of a video game. Sounds like a very Conor McGregor, Kit Harrington, Activision. Hey, we'll pay you loads of money, appear in our Call of Duty or uh, direct our Call of Duty thing. It's exciting times, isn't it? Who's picking this up tomorrow? Uh, I will be. I will be. I, I, I try to. I play pretty much every Call of Duty campaign for sure. I, I just have a really good time with their campaigns. Um, I, I Dan- Daniel win. once again delays his completion of Metroid Dread to play another <laughs> bullshit third-person shooter game. First, <laughs> first person? person but yeah. Why are you so scared? Daniel? I know. I will be playing Metroid. What? what what's scaring you from Metroid Dread? Nothing. Nothing scary. It's just been games. It's just been... So what, what happened... Yeah, Metroid Dread is classically not a game. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, see what? So what happened was initially it was the same week as Far Cry Six, and like True. I was like, okay, Far Cry is a really big game. I kind of want to play that. I'll just play that. And then, all seeing everything around Guardians, then I went right into Guardians pretty much right after that. And then I played, I think, an hour of Metroid at that time, and I trying to get back to it. I want to complete the game. But before we get onto um, what we've been playing. There's there's one little subject I'd like to touch on. I mean, I don't think it. I, I'm 100% guarantee it doesn't apply to any of you guys. But over the weekend, uh, Roblox died. What? Um, yeah, Roblox died. There was no Roblox for the whole weekend. <laughs> Finally, yes. <laughs> now you've got like Roblox is one of the biggest like stratospheres. Like it makes so much money. It's massive, like equivalent to GTA's and, and of such. Like there's millions of people on it. I think it makes the what is one of the highest grossing games out to date you know fair enough probably yeah um, no most certainly it's it's crazy how these things like how these things happen like it went down i think i think it was on a radio friday or friday afternoon i just i just I put i turned the car on it was like roblox is down i was like well this is big news because it's on the radio mm-hmm. which is That's insane funny. 
So yeah, I had some like comatose kids like just rocking. <laughs> no, what are they going to do without it? <laughs> um, this is like things like this though. Like I, she was like, "Oh, what am I going to do?" And I was like, "Kid, like listen." Well, I was I'm old enough to remember the PSN outage, all right? All right, you don't know nothing, child. <laughs> that was like months. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody got any thoughts on stuff like this that happens? Like these big like I think Facebook and WhatsApp went down. I mean that's not a game yeah. or, like it's a big service. Mm. Like mm. that went down for like what, six hours and the world went was on fire. I wouldn't like, I, I was I was fine. Of Facebook course you yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would have been cool. Cool. The the thing that I would say is the what I take from this in it's interesting about all these games being online and us talking about moving to a cloud streaming future and everything being digital and all these games being live service is a lot of this isn't going to last forever. And I mean, mm. of course, Roblox going down was uh, either an accident or intended, but like it wasn't not, it's not the end of Roblox. Roblox is back. But I, I even take a look at some of these mobile games that have recently gone down to uh, announcements recently. Uh, Dr. Mario World is gone. You can't play it anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, the um, Hogwarts uh, Harry Potter game. Yeah, uh, Legacy Harry Potter game is dead. Yeah, dead. Legacy is, is, is ending in a few months. And these games are, are ones that people have been playing, and they're also pretty new. It, it's interesting mm -hmm. to think about these games that are not going to be playable at all to future generations. I, mm -hmm. I am a Dr. Mario fan. I actually really enjoyed Dr. Mario World when I played of it. I was addicted to it for a few weeks, but that game is gone no one will ever be able to play it again and just thinking about things going down is kind of sad to me i'm someone who really loves video game history and I'll, i i am i'm one of the lucky few who got to play dr mario world so i guess i can yeah, hang my hat on that but mm -hmm. yeah i mean roblox is going to go down eventually and i don't know if your your children will survive that too <laughs> i don't see it happening anytime soon but no it's a scary thought though like especially what you say with everything being online as well like yeah exactly games can disappear forever that's why I still buy my physical games. I yeah. I got my physical oh, man, copy yeah. of Superstars yeah, back copies. there. Yeah, we I buy a lot of my Switch media on on. Uh, That's the only physical I have because it's like oh, really? it, it doesn't devalue, yeah. does it? Like the Switch, these Switch, these Nintendo no, exactly. Boys, they don't. Devalue. No, the problem is, is the Switch doesn't have a lot of memory. No, my, my <laughs> and I'm not going to buy another SD card, so mm -hmm. I'll just pay for the physical game. That's 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 my problem. Like I'm a digital only person. Um, I, I agree 100%, but that's what, kind of what you get with mobile games and only digital sure. games. Wait, like, yeah, let's say like the PlayStation, PlayStation does go down, and obviously every time you click these games that you buy, it has to talk to something to let you play these games. Mm -hmm. And like, imagine if that was an interruption, and you know, along the lines of like 2013, I think it was 2013 that it went down. Uh, it was 2011? Yeah, 2010 yeah, or 2011, right. yeah, something like right. that. Very imagine if that happens yeah. for a longer, a longer term scale, uh, scale, to the point where it stops you from talking to that. You know, all these online games that we, you know, that we download. Mm. What if you can't oh, should we, games? should we explain this to Tucker? He wasn't born yet. Yeah. Should we explain what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a brief topic. Like, it's a scary mm. thought, especially that. But no, with, with without Roblox, like, you know, my kids enjoy to play it. Like, it's just. You know, and 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 you think about it. I was thinking out as broader scale as well. Like, there's so many content creators that play blocks, but uh, that play the um, Roblox. Play Roblox. Like, yeah, that, that, that's a weekend of content out the window. True. Yeah. That's exactly. revenue lost. Like, I. It's a scary. Well, it's a scary process. It's scary. I think really it's terrifying. Mm. Like, obviously, we can all live without video games, but people do make a living on these things. And yeah, speak for yourself, man. <laughs> 
Um, but I mean, it's it, it's a very interesting thing, you know. It it always goes back to to this idea that you know you look at Steam, for example. You know, such a big. You know, I've got like several hundred games, I think, maybe even a thousand games on Steam. Yeah. When 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 Steam decides to to um to shut down, I'm not going to be able to play every single one of those games because there's going to be a developer there or a publisher that isn't going to get back to them, and boof, that's money up in smoke. Mm-hmm. This the you know the whole problem is the same thing. I always come back. I know. I'm sorry. I'm going back for the third time with the live service games. You look at someone like EA. They go right. We've got a new game out. Right. We're going to kill that one. It's all gone. I mean, what there game? are what game Sims? Well, it's an old old game. It's FIFA 15. I oh, put, yeah, all the service okay. games. I put, I, put over, like I put. That's when I was on FIFA hard. I put over five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred pounds worth of. Like yeah, FIFA points into it. I didn't Freaking pay. Lord. I didn't pay EA directly. There was uh, back in the day. There was a service where you could buy coins from like third party people. So like I was paying. I was paying directly for coins, um, and you know getting a better. You know basically getting the currency to buy the mm. players I wanted to get. So you know I'm talking. You're talking Ronaldo, Messi, like the best cards in the game. Pele, the whole the whole lot were in my team. Obviously, you fall off it. Those are even you- names that I recognize. Exactly. Which means <laughs> just saying something, <laughs> but like. Um, I you know I'm minding my business, listening to my podcast, and it's like oh PSA FIFA 15 gone. And at that moment, mm. everything is gone. I'm like, that's depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do want to throw a different perspective. Uh, just in the whole thing is, I mean, yeah, replayability is a very game focused thing. Uh, in terms of other media, like I guess you can get a book and just keep reading the book, but like. I mean, paying $20 for an experience and then having it and that's it, I don't think is mm-hmm. that bad of a thing, but I, I don't really have much more to say than that. I just think, yeah, $60 is a lot of money, but if you got 100 hours and then it, you know, it went away a couple of years later, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. For, for me, though, you know, the you problem know what I mean? is not myself being able to replay it, but is future generations sure. not yeah. being no, no, able no, to try it at all. Yeah. Movies has music a books, huge problem. No, 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 it is. I'm, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on that. I'm on That's the pre- where I come down on it. Yeah. I don't care that I'm never going to be able to play Dr. Mario World again. I mean, I, I probably would have never played it again, but it's, it is gone, and, yeah. and yeah. no one will ever replay it, or, or, or FIFA 15. Like, I mean, there's no real reason to go back to FIFA 15, but say someone 20 years from now wants to do a retrospective of all the FIFA games, there's a huge chunk of that game that they'll never be able to access. So mm. and they'll have to dig through the archives of Sim's brain to be like, what was that like back in the day? Uh, but, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, it's, it's exactly the same, same problem. I was going to get this a, a little bit. It's the exact same problem I have with this, with this new GTA Definitive Edition coming out. Mm. Because they're getting rid of every single previously available version of the game, which means half the songs are going to be yeah, gone. Yeah, which means yeah. That, we don't know that yet. We don't know no, they, the, they, the they, soundtrack. They've, they've took them off. I mean, yeah, we don't know what the soundtrack list is just yet. They haven't like given us a list. Like they could, they could have just paid it all out. We don't know. It's it's pretty. I mean, I mean, I'm with you. I'm I'm on your side. I'm just saying, like, we don't know the list yet. Yeah. Like, maybe they could have like said, "Hey, we're giving it's, like millions." It's highly, dollars, highly you know? likely there are going to be songs yeah. missing. Yeah, probably. I, I'm with you, but I just want to throw it out there. They they, yeah, they might have paid I, it I'm, out. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. But yeah, they it's a little odd that they have taken the other versions down. That's why. Where's Take Two? They slimy buggers. <laughs> yeah, but they make some of the best games. So, Con- Connor. Well, publish. Connor says from beyond the grave. 
Yeah, you can still play your games offline as long as it's downloaded on your using your primary console. I, mm-hmm. I I could be wrong, but I always thought it was a case of like it has to check in somewhere briefly. Yeah, for um, online it depends, games. Most, yeah, it depends yeah. on the game. Mm. I um, mean, if you're downloading a, like an, an indie game to your PS3, it's on your console. You can play it whenever, even if the console does or the servers go offline. But the caveat to that, although that is a good point, is that if you don't download it, you can never play it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Digital codes, I know, Daniel, you're a primary digital gamer. There's lots of mm-hmm. people, most people, I would say, are that way, but you got to make sure that if I don't you know. ever want to replay still a game... Aren't, but it's getting close. It's getting close. Yeah. Um, but I wanna, I'll want i give you an example real quick before we uh, move on to what, we're, what we've been playing, uh, is, is Outriders. Like, mm-hmm. It's a co-op game, but you can't play it single-player, and even if you play it single-player, you still have check-ins uh, yeah. through their servers. So that game, like you would still need to check check with the server, even if you're playing offline single player, and that's just how it is with that game. I was gonna say, talking like I've, I ran into a similar thing. What was it um, when Sony announced they were gonna kill the uh, availability to downloads for uh, the PS3, the Vita, and the PSP? Yes, yes. yes. I scrambled. I was like, crap. Because I've got downloads for the Vita and the PSP, but I'm like, right, I'm going to need to try and get either a bigger SD card or just put up with you know, with deleting ones that I'm not that fussed about because I'm going to lose them. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, Luckily, they were that they were it's only a matter of time until yeah. Sony, until Sony go right. That's I think that's passed now. Let's kill that service down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still. Could I, do and that. I've been thinking about that yeah. personally for for things like the PS3, the Vita, the uh, the 3DS eShops. These yeah. are going to go down sooner rather than later. And I I actually was going through Nintendo's published catalog of digital only games and thinking. Man, I should I should buy some of these if I ever want to try them. I, I better get them now before they're yeah, yeah. Long, no longer available. So, Definitely. I think we've all set our piece about that. But man, it's an it's a, it's an unfortunate future. But the bright spark of hope is that certain companies, whether it's Nintendo bringing back their the their older games on NSO, whether it's uh, um, Microsoft with backwards compatibility, companies are thinking about allowing you to play older generations of games on their current consoles. But it's not perfect yet, and and that's what we need to strive for. Yeah, I, I, would, I would out. argue Microsoft are the only ones actively thinking about letting you yeah. play old games. Sony don't give a crap. No. Um, yeah. And Nintendo, Nintendo better than they used to be. Um, mm. I think they are putting out more games on uh, on the eShop, like older games than they used Weird to. Scare games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's still it's still not perfect. Yeah. Fatal Frame, Battle Black Blackwater released like last week. <laughs> God, yeah. No, yeah. for the for the fucking new consoles, it got a pasting. One of the, yeah. I, well, it was one of the ones I covered. One of the reviews gave thirty. Oh Good no! <laughs> on the PS5, and I was oh, thinking about buying that. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta give a shout out to organizations like the Video Game Foundation and stuff like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, Kelsey does a good job over there. She's great. They they just take up a lot of obscure games. They'll go to places and go through like old consoles, see what they could take and what they can actually preserve and stuff. And I think that's that's so awesome. Mm. Moving on. So what you mm-hmm. I will start. I have played fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Of I games. went from. I think I finished three games in a row. Yeah, and, you played a lot of games last um, time. Last I, 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 Pardon. What were those three games? I just want to uh, know. We spoke about it last week. Life is strange. Um, good, good game. Uh, I forgot what I said. Good game. Didn't. Don't think it's. Ama- I, as weird as it sounds, I don't think it's as good as the first one, but I've not played the first one. 
If that makes what sense. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I mean, okay. I've watched, yeah. I've watched my partner that play it. For you. Tucker, and I've heard I high praise of the first one every week. I have to talk to him every week. Okay. I'm so sorry, man. Fuck you. Um, what else did I finish, Daniel? I forgot. Uh, you played that, and then you were playing. Um, was it Deathloop? Did you, fin- you finish? Finished Deathloop. Finished off Deathloop. Yeah. Finished Life is Strange. I don't remember what the third game was. Kena, Bridge Spirits. There you go. Yeah, you not, go. I did mm-hmm. not like that game. Well, at least you got it under your belt. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, I played it. I think I said my, my exact words were I played it out of respect because it was their first game and uh, well, I was, I, I was playing it. And then I started Far Cry and then Guardians came out and I got into this weird, like, it got into my head of like, I don't know which one to play. So I just didn't play any of them. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just like, I was like, I think I picked, I, on, last Friday was the last time I played anything. And I picked up, and I was like, wow. I'll play Far Cry for an hour, and then I'll start Guardians. And I played Far Cry for an hour, and then I started Guardians and fell asleep. Uh, and that's no disrespect to Guardians, like, because I was hooked straight away, because the soundtrack was banging. You know, the, the intro, uh, the, you know, the flashback that happens. And then, you know, I spoke to a few of the characters, and then I was, I woke up myself, and I was just walking into a wall. So, um, and then I, I, I found this, I wanted to shout out this YouTube channel. So I've been watching a, a, a YouTube channel called Froggy Flips, and it's this guy from, I think it's like Idaho, and he just goes around to all these yard sales. You Americans, man, you love them yard sales. And he just finds, like, crap, but not crap, like, rare items, and he just sell, mm-hmm. he buys them for, like, 2 $3, and he's making, like, $1,500, like, if he finds rare stuff, like, buys a lot of hats. Anyway, every night of my life this week has just been... I'm gonna watch this guy. I am. I am in my element. But yeah, um, I the 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 to keep it game related. You went to this one yard sale, and this woman was selling about five of the Pokemon games. I think it was like X, Y, hmm. White, uh, Mystery Dungeon Team, uh, Platinum, the bad ones. Yeah, Platinum. Yeah, but listen, listen. Like two, this motherfucker. One one DS, one two DS. I knew I could get you with it. One two three D was it the two three DS? What's it called? That's not two DS. The two the DS. new two. Yeah, not the new one. The one that's like really odd shaped. That's like flat. Yeah, that was two DS. The original two DS. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, surprisingly so, great console, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah we've got we own one. Anyway, he bought every one of the Pokemon games. Yeah, listen, a dollar. That person did not know what a video game was. He, 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 Pokemon he then... games are the games that so, that hold their value the best yeah, yeah, out of yeah. the entire genre <laughs> of the, any um, video game. Obviously, at the end, he like he tells you what you know. He he, he comps them up like against eBay, and um, like platinum version was like one hundred and forty five dollars, yeah. and then yeah. both of the DSs ten dollars each. Yeah, the That's games a... hold their value more than the consoles. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. No, 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 no. He, he bought he them for ten dollars, the oh, and he sold them okay, for like okay. eighty. $80, dollars $80, Yeah, $80. but still, yeah. I, the game, the, those games are going to hold way more value than the console. Uh, um, but yeah, that's funny. But yeah, like I'm a, it, I think I'm in my, I'm, I'm very busy this week. But that's my personal life. I'm, just, I'm going to get to playing the video games. Um, but yeah, uh, Sam, what are you playing? Well, uh, I'm going to mention four things, uh, two very quickly. So I'm, I'm a big, big uh, fan of like management. Games. So I've been obsessing over the new Football Manager. Yeah, uh, that is that game. That is like crack to me. Um, and then I've been hitting another one called Journey of Wrestling, which is like a pay per view booking game, and it's just oh. it's, it's so good. It's so fun. That um, sounds weird. I like that. It's, I didn't it's, know you liked wrestling. <laughs> Can I tell which way? 
I can't see. I've got a um, thing thing behind me. It's actually, over there. The uh, NXT edition of Two K Seventeen. I thought I could see that. Oh, I'm gonna have to show you some stuff after the show. Yeah, yeah so I'm playing that really ob- obsessing. Where I, did you I, get I that game? I'm a massive from? fan of management games. Sorry. Where's that game from? Uh, Journey of Wrestling. So it's it's uh, at the moment it's a um, web based thing. Um, you mm. can play a free version uh, in which you. But I don't think you can save, um, or you can get a, or I think it's like eight quid maybe for for like a license for the entire game. It's got like um, custom created like different databases. So I'm playing one right now, NXT UK, um, which is which is is great fun. And yeah, there's there's so, there's so many different. You know, there's, there's some ridiculous. There's not even a Steam version. No, not not at the moment. I would imagine they they might um, look to give you like a download version. But no, no, no Steam version. It's all just um, it's journeyofwrestling.com or something going mm. like that. Um, and the other two are this. I've finally been managed my way out. I've got my switch out. Uh, oh. Camera. Uh, Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective. Amazing. Right, I, it, it's such a good little puzzle game. Um, it's basically an interactive uh, Where's Wally book. Where's Waldo mm. for the Americans? Um, and it's... It's so much fun. It's so relaxing as well. It's just simple walk around controls. It's such good fun. Um, would highly recommend that on on the Switch. Is there the touch other controls? Are you like touching? No, it's no, it's on. It's on the, just on the sticks. Um, mm. But it's really simple. It's literally the analog stick and the A button to interact with stuff. But it's it's such a gorgeous little little simple title, um, and I do love it. And, th- and then the one I, I really want to talk about, I mentioned. Um, Fucked uh, Take Two in their definitive edition. I went yeah. on eBay and picked up the. Uh, original xbox copies and i've been so i've been playing san andreas because i remember um and i had a proper nostalgia hit when i first because obviously play the first two missions go to cj's house and um go into his wardrobe and the first thing i hear is a living colors cult of personality and it transported me back to the to the to when that game released and i was just i, I was in trance i spent several hours playing it um the best gt the best of the gta franchise in my opinion um like vibes boy. great but oh. san andreas is just exquisite, exquisite. It's so, so i mean fun. to be fair they're all like tens anyways so at least all of rockstar's yeah. gta's are I tens have a quick question regarding the copy of gta you've got go on then show me uh, oh pass it me uh, that, what, don't pass it me I'm not driving up there. Did it? I did the San Andreas. Yeah. Does it have the map? Does it have the map? Oh, he's got it. He's Please he's pulling it out. A little bit of prop comedy here. Oh, it's Both so and the manual as well. I picked yeah, up uh, San Andreas from a car boot sale, yard sale for the Americans. Um, so the uh, PS2 version, and um, it had the map, and I was I was absolutely buzzing. So how much did you I'm- pay for them? I made sure that's GTA 3 with the map. Oh my god, he's got the map for that door. And Vice City. And you know where I'm going with this. Oh, please go there. Come on, baby. Do it. (laughs) Vice City with the map. (laughs) And what's mental is so the 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 Vice City um, uh, GTA 3 double pack was about 12 quid, and San Andreas was a fiver Mm, on eBay. That's so cheap. Nice. (laughs) Because I'd rather, because I'd, I'd rather pay that and wait a few days and pay fifty-five pounds to give Rockstar more money for two games they're gonna. I don't think it's a bad price for an updated version of those. But three. when I can get the original versions with all the songs as they were on release, 
I, Not bad. I mean, with all due respect, Sam, I really hope you're wrong about the songs. <laughs> I'm, me too. But I'm not going to be, am I? Because like, because the um the GTA GTA Four, they they didn't want to pay the license for the song that most people think is the same theme song. Hmm. Interesting. I haven't played Four in, in forever. Are you gonna? Are you? You do you own an Xbox? Yeah, I've, I've got my I got my 360, um, which I'm which I'm keeping. I've got a whole row of games over there, including. Uh-oh. The uh, I I bought these ba- mainly because I so I bought a um a PS4 mainly for Spider-Man PS4 right but before that Ultimate Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 oh, original copies on the Xbox and yeah uh, I mean the 360 is my is my fa- is my favorite console um and I I'm ke- I keep buying stuff mainly this is gonna sound really weird I've got like the nuclear bunker mentality when it comes to it I don't know why but it's like if I ever need to go into a nuclear bunker the the Xbox One's gonna stop gonna not last as long, and I've got all these games on the Xbox on the on the 360. But yeah. Anyway, I was saying GTA San Andreas, best GTA. It's so nostalgic. It's so much fun. It's the greatest. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. I'd say it's better than four and five. Four, I would four, four is really, really, really troublesome. Um, five, five. Obviously, I hate because the online stuff, the online going is just the worst. I think to me, what makes San Andreas better is because of the, because the world is so large. Um, the shooting, yes, is a problem, but I think because I I like a lot of RPGs as well, and the RPG elements, the you know being able to either tone CG up or you know get him super fat, the uh, and all the stuff that goes along with it, the kind of like almost like personalizing your characters you can do in GTA Five is much better in San Andreas. I like him. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Tell him it's true, Daniel. Say it's true. What? He's right what he says. The, the personalization well, I, in three. I already said I don't agree, so... Oh. Well, don't worry. He disagrees with everybody. He thinks Pokemon Go is a bad game. Yeah, it's a bad it game. It is. Oh, my God! <laughs> Told you. It's a bad, it's a bad <laughs> game. <laughs> what do you want from me? We got guys on all sides here. Um, Anything you want to add to the, the games you've been playing? Um, I hate you. If by you're the way. If, if you're a football fan, go and play Foot Manager. It's like crack cocaine. Next week. It's so addictive. Next week. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Full release. Game yes, it is. Yeah, on, on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. But get, but get, get it on PC. Get it on yeah, if you can get it on PC because you put the proper logo, the proper faces. So it's so it's so it's so good. I put a couple of years ago. I think twenty. I think with the seventeen edition, I put fifteen hundred hours into it. Good God Almighty! I paid. I, I think I did like FIFA like. No, football manager like 13, 12, 13, 14, like two, three hundred hours each one. Nice. I, I feel like I've spent too much time on a game when I've played for 40 hours. I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, that's, oh, God, that's a lot I will, of time. I will know, most of the, a lot of those 1500 hours are it sat idle. Sure. Because I go to do something after I've, I've been at college and then just not get around to it and just like look around the database. But a lot, a lot of that is, a lot, I think it was, that's obviously the one I assessed my. Yeah. Tucker. Oh gosh! Okay, I've got two that are big new releases. I only have one, is, so I'll talk. Which about is Guardians it of the Galaxy, which we'll we'll talk about in a second. But I've oh, also yeah. been playing Mario Party Superstars. Um, my one of my first Mario Party games. Okay, I bought it to really? play it with my friends to be able to talk about it. Yeah, no, I just I'm did surprised, not. Give a, I'm surprised. I did not give a piss about Switch Mario one. Party. I've played Super. I played a okay. little bit of Super, uh, but I didn't really care um, that much about it. Um, 
this is an interesting game. Have, have any of you Mario Party fans? Did you try Super? Any? Uh, I, I, Mario I, played, Party I think I've played, I played one. one Mario Party in in the past. Okay. Which one? But I played a Mario, yeah. Mario Party. Yeah, I've played so a bunch of Mario parties. This is a franchise that people say it has a, it's up and downs. There's a ton of freaking entries in it, and this one is interesting because it's a return to form that people have really been wanting but only through the lens of old content that's been polished up for a new console and repackaged. Um, and, and I think that comes with its pros and cons. I think that you can feel that there is a classic design here that does work really well, and it holds up to today. I mean, all the mini games are just as engaging as they always were. The maps are still just as fun as they always were to the people who've played them. But there's, a, there's an apparent lack of newness here that is frustrating to me. I mean, this is five boards, only from the N64 games. And and the content external is very poor on lockables. It's it's good customizability in the core game, but not really a lot of side modes. It's a good package, but it does feel like they're leaning so heavily onto old stuff in a way that is a little bit unfortunate. I mean, this is the superstar version of Mario Party. This should be a celebration of the entire series, but it really feels like they're just leaning onto nostalgia for the N64 yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. I think there should have been more more content and more references to even 9 10 and super which i know people aren't as high on the the uh the handheld games i think should have gotten a little more appreciation this really should have been a full history of mario party with 10 boards one from each of the games with an all-star roster of characters all of this but it's kind of just like part of that and of course that could be remedied with dlc but it's it's a lacking package in terms of it's, content. That's that lacking is Nintendo's problem. It's it has yeah, exactly. been for a lot of the Switch. People love 100%. to praise the Switch. I think I think the Switch had one really good year, and then they've been riding off a of one good year for a long time. <laughs> well, that's large. That's uh, a larger conversation to have. It but is, I do think that but... that you're right with some of these sort of C tier, B tier releases that they clearly just put out to put out and people are going to buy them no matter oh, what. But they could... I, when they God, off, Rush. I right. was so excited. I didn't even play it. I, uh, I, yeah, unfortunately, I had to deal with that as well. But people are really enjoying it. Apparently, it's one of the best Mario parties in recent years. Is, is it better in the than modern era? Super. People are saying that. Yes. Okay. Um, but I, I've got my problems with it, and and my co-host Abram, we're going to be reviewing it in a couple of days. He has a lot of issues with it. Um, I think people just need to sort of look at the fact that this is entirely reconstituted content, and yeah. it's still content light. Um. That's that's the issue that I really don't think it's worth that sixty dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all that aside, the game plays great. It looks phenomenal. These are the best character models these characters have ever had. The music is great. The visuals, the visual detail, the clarity of everything, smooth frame rates. It's it's a good game. But when you look at the package and what it's made of, it's it's really unfortunate that people are like giving them so much leeway on this because people are just like nine out of ten, nine out of ten. This is the best Mario Party in years, but. Which might be true, but I really think that there should be a more critical yeah. analysis of it. Yeah, I think it got a seventy-nine from critics across um, Metacritic when I covered it last week. I, I, yeah. I mean, we talked earlier about stagnation. Talk about fucking stagnation for the Mario Party franchise. Well, um, that's the prop. That's the thing, though, is it's not stagnant. People are complaining about it being too different each time. They're like nine and ten and super, and these games are not doing what we want. Wii U them to one do. was not good. Yeah. Uh, Nothing on the Wii U was good though. To be fair to it, that's not true. There's a lot of hey, games. Hey, hey, the console hey, just sucked. What do you? What was that look, Sam? There were so many good games that they ported to 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 Switch that are really good. Sure, if you want to play much worse versions of AAA games that were out on much better consoles. We're not talking the third part. All right, we don't need a Wii U debate <laughs> here. But uh, I'm talking about that, first party. I'm talking about first party. Externally, of that, 
I've been I beat oh, yeah, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, which I know Daniel did as I've well. One, one more question, real quick, with yes. um, with uh, Mario Party. Uh, one of my biggest things I did not like, I thought it completely broke Super, was the mm-hmm. assists characters when you'd pick them oh, up, really? you'd get assist characters, and then that would completely break the game. Like mm-hmm. whoever had an assist character would just win the game. Uh, is mm-hmm. that is is that in this new one? No, they're okay. not. But that's interesting. I really that like you say it, that <laughs> because I that's one of the things I miss the most from Super. Oh, wow. and, and I've had a bunch of friends who also have commented on that. It's like that was just a su- such a fun external mechanic. It today. is, but that should be in a separate mode. That being sure, in the main that's mode, a good point. Just, it just broke now, the game. One thing I would tell you is that what this game does offer is a lot of customizability in terms of how you want your games to go. You can really granularly choose how many turns Ooh. you want to take. You can choose only N64 minigames, only GameCube era minigames, only like skill-based minigames. You can save your ga- game's progress online. The online works very, very well. I've only had a few instances of, of slowdown or lag. Um, all of that works great, and I do think there's a lot of fun to be had here. I've had a lot of fun with um, with multiplayer on it. Yes, Daniel from Nerd of Gods. Thank you. Uh, is the the the, the character specific dice back? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, good because I thought that sucks. I thought that that kind of imbalanced. I kind of wish that both those were in its own game mode, and then I would have sure. liked it. The fact yeah. again that that was a part of the main game, I thought kind of broke it because there were definitely some dice better than others. And if you pick yeah. a character, you mm-hmm. kind of were screwed unless you got them as an assist, and then they could be you could use their dice as well. Um, that's it. All right. Guardians? You want to talk about Guardians? Yeah. Just one last thing on Mario. Oh, well, sure. Mario. Oh, well, more Mario. Just one last thing. All right, it came out at full price, didn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is the kind of thing, like, and then I've, I've often thought this with the Mario Party franchise. In fact, most of those type of party games, they'd be fine if they're about half price. 100%. Yeah. I definitely like, agree. The, the, the fact they're charging, and, and it's, it's actually why they get, you know, such positive reviews, I think, is, you know, because um, reviewers often get them, obviously, as a review code. They're not mm-hmm. looking at the price, but such an ex- you know such an expensive title for a party game is oh, sorry full price for a party game. I don't think it, you can, it's really justifiable. The game might be great, and we've seen so many games that have been fantastic at that price point. I don't think it's that there are far better um, value propositions on the Switch, and, and you yeah. know it's it's really interesting with the Switch, isn't it? That so many games are still at full price. They so so few times do sales. It's interesting mm-hmm. what you said there, Dan. You know, I, I I've used the Switch for for like indie game. I don't really play it for like the Nintendo's um, main stuff because mostly it doesn't really interest me. Mm. But you know, and and they're all kind of fairly cheap. But full price stuff on the, you know on the Switch is something they need to sort out. Sharp. They should definitely try to span that price, and I, I would like to see Nintendo do it. I mean, they did it with um, War, uh, WarioWare, so that yeah. was nice to see them. I, I still think that fifty is a little too much, maybe for that game. But yeah. Yeah. it's nice to see them still tr- maybe uh, trying it. But they didn't even do it with with Metroid. Like I kind of yeah. wish Metroid was a forty dollar game. Yeah, I yeah. think it maybe could have even done better if it was a forty. I think what they do need to do is what they did for for Wii, for Wii U, for 3DS, which is Nintendo Selects, which is give another wave. Of their games that are selling their best, sell them for forty dollars. Sell them for thirty dollars. Get Odyssey back out there. Get Breath of the Wild. Get Smash Ultimate. Get Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. These are some of the best games of all time on this system. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're still selling very well. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe and Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing. These are in the best-selling games of each month of every year. So they can keep selling them that way, but they would expand their base if they finally brought back and had a select for the Switch. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, let's go to Guardians. 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 I want Guardians. to know if this is worth playing because I I like the look of it a lot, 
but I'm very kind of hesitant to like, do I jump in again? It's the full pricing. Do I jump in at full price and tell that it's not worth it? So gents, sell it to me, please. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Tucker. Yeah, you go I'll, I'll watch you. No, no. no, you go. No, 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 no. Uh, you've been great. Keep going. Okay. All right, all right. Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy is w- one of my favorite games of this year. Uh, not because it's one of the best games of this year, though. I think it's got a, a solid enough amount of flaws to where I can be like, okay, hold on. I wish that this has been done better. But when you talk about the game being better than the sum of its parts, this is the ultimate example of that. Going into this game and being greeted with phenomenal visuals, phenomenal animation, phenomenal voice acting, a great soundtrack, wonderful world design. Great story. Exactly. Great story. It's bam, bam, bam. Holy shit. Oh, this is this is amazing. You're overwhelmed with with cool stuff at the beginning of this game. But I do think that this game loses some of its luster as you continue to play. The gameplay doesn't evolve that much over the course of, this, of the you know, 16 hours that you're going to play it. The, the story sometimes drags occasionally. You, you'll have some moments where you're just in an environment for an extended period of time. Uh, I, I think that there's enough there that I can be like, okay. But when I look back on the time that I spent this game, I played it in like, five-hour chunks over the course of a week. Like, I was going, going, going on this game. I mean, it was just one of those things where the story flows so naturally from chapter to chapter. You're always hooked by, I really want to know what happens next. I really want to, you know, go back and talk to my character. I want to finish this area to see how this plays out. There's twists and turns. It, I, I, wholeheartedly, I wholeheartedly recommend it. Mm. It's not that perfect game, and I don't think it should be necessarily a game of the year contender, but it's one. Of, it's certainly one of my favorites due to all those great things that i mentioned Uh, i think it i think it is definitely a game of the year uh contender especially with like how many great games it's kind of hard to say that right Mm -hmm. because this game i think this year has been great with video games but uh to to what you were saying i think gameplay wise it definitely stagnates it i think has a good ramp with getting all these different abilities and things you could do and then you hit a peak of that and then it just kind of stays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually think the story, it, it does drag in little parts, but I yeah. think overall that story just gets better. Once you're at no, the end of that I game, agree. I think that I th- it's very emotional. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, if you have uh, Sam, if you have any uh, love for the movies uh, or even the comics, I think that yeah. you will love this because this okay. is definitely their own take, but it does take bits from their normal lore and and, mm-hmm. and incorporate into their own story. Um, yeah, I, I think that I have a few issues with control wise with gameplay. That's probably my biggest complaint is mm-hmm. uh, Sam, I'll give you an, an instance like to use uh, Gamora. You want to because you're only controlling Star Lord. Yeah, uh, to use Gamora, you have to hit. I forget if it's R, if it's R, is it RB or L, LB, I think uh, LB and it pulls up a yeah, wheel LB. of the characters. Then you have to hit a, a button to select a character, right? One of the face buttons. One of the face buttons. And then to then each character has four abilities. So it, it's kind of like menu and menus yeah. sometimes, but it does slow the game down. So you have a little time to think, but I think it's just a little too many buttons to get to like mm. this Gamora ability, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like that is a little issue that I have, but for the most part, it's not hard. So it's not, it, it's not frustrating. To, yeah. to to use an ability, but um, I think it's definitely worth checking out. I think that it didn't have a good showing at E3, um, and it, I think it, it had kind one of the most interesting E3 showings I've ever experienced. I, I don't know who thought that this was a good idea of reveal trailer, 
breakdown, extended gameplay, back to back to back. It was yeah. very interesting to get I think so it's much. They had a lot to show. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, but it, it, it at the end of that showcase, I'm like, yeah, this game looks good. I'm excited for it. But holy fuck, that was a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I I will say I've had I had like I don't I didn't have like a ton of glitches but I had like a few little things I definitely think the game needs a little bit of polished well, not a lot good. not a lot but a little like I had one thing where I went to talk to Rocket on the ship and I had like I had like finished the conversation with him and then he had started just randomly following me <laughs> so like anywhere I was going he was he's just not supposed always, to do that by the way yeah on the ship, not characters not supposed to follow you <laughs> no. He was just following me. So I'd go and have a conversation with somebody else and Rocket would just be like behind me in the same spot. And the only way to get rid of that would be to exit out and come back. Um, and thankfully to this gen, like it was, you know, it's very quick. But that like yeah. that's just a weird little glitch I had. Okay. Um, I was playing it on PS5 and it looks great and the frame rate is solid. But I do think this game is is lacking polish. I, I think I experienced a lot, uh, quite a bit more than you did. I mean, I had audio tears. I had uh, subtitles not syncing oh, wow. up. I had I never had uh, I had um rocket was crafting something at a bench but there was nothing in his hands like he was just doing working yeah. on nothing uh, i had an instance where i was doing uncharted god of war whatever you know you sliding you're you're shimmying across a a, a skinny yeah. thing and your what character sort of gravitates towards that, that. Like that yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh star lord got stuck in this like gravity of this um of this shimmy across thing uh, and and I would try to leave it, and he would turn right back around and get stuck on the thing again. And and he was looping back and forth and back and forth. Weird. And that's a bug that a lot of people have had. If you look up Chapter Ten Ledge Glitch in Guardians Weird. of the Galaxy, this is a huge problem. Yeah. Uh, and the only way it. to get to the item on the other side is you have to like cheese the environment to like double jump across the gap instead of getting across the ledge. But there there's a there's a pretty l- big lack of polish in this mm. game, which is why yeah. I would say yeah. it, it's hard for me to consider it. That that game of the year contender because yeah. when you think about game of the year contenders, God of War, Breath of the Wild, Spider Man, Red Dead, whatever, they don't have those bugs. They they maybe have some visual glitches or whatever, but not, not, not as many. Gameplay yeah. is not affected as much as I was experiencing with this. Um, but those movement those moments were few and far enough between that I still recommend this game. It's still one of my favorite of the year. Um, and with that story and with this version of the characters being. My favorite version. They're of the great character. versions. So I was going to say that, Sam. If you, like I said, if you like any of those versions, like these are top versions. I don't know oh, if they okay. hit MCU versions because I love those performances so much yeah. in the MCU. Yeah. But it, this is gr- these are great versions of the Guardians. Like mm-hmm. I was really hesitant, uh, in particular for Star Lord. Like I mm-hmm. even at the beginning of the game, his voice acting just kind of put me off because I liked Chris Pratt's performance so much. Um, I grew on Star-Lord so much over the end of that yeah, game, and yeah, I yeah. love this Star-Lord. Um, and that goes with really every character. You really get a lot of their backstory and what they're doing and, and what they've been through. And different uh, takes on their backstory as well. I mean, yeah. Drax and Gamora especially have twists on what you expect to hear from their okay. backstories that, oh, oh, I can't believe he it's did actually happened? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it reframes the characters in an interesting way. I, I do think that Star-Lord, you're right, is, is an interesting one, because He's not the son of ego in this. He doesn't have that like celestial power within him. He, he's got some sort of other thing. But uh, he's he's a different version of of Star Lord that I think actually works better. He's a really competent leader in this. He's a very relatable guy. He's an emotional mm-hmm. person who relates to his team members on a, on a deeper level, and that made me really care for the team 
a lot better. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. not perfect. Like, and that's no. what I like about the Guardians. They're yeah. they're yeah. all people that aren't perfect, and they've come together to be this family. And like, mm-hmm. it's just a great story. Um, yeah. And I guess from if, if Sam, if you're talking about like money, like bang for your money, this game is way longer than I think most people think it is. Yeah. This okay. game is is meaty. They yeah. like these yeah. chapters aren't like you're not just finishing chapters. Like, okay. like you will Six, have fifteen chapters in the game, I think, 16. and they were each sixteen. Okay, and then they were they were each about an hour. So okay. that's yeah, this is probably and, and it's depending if you go for the book. Yeah, and if you go for collectibles or try to go to talk to everyone all the time on the ship mm. and stuff, like you could get twenty hours out yeah. of this game pretty yeah. easily. Mm. I was going to say, Dan, you mentioned the, the voice actors. That's something I was expecting. It's you know to go and because yeah, I'm a, you know I'm a big fan. Of um, Chris Pat and Zozalana and Batista and all those all those guys from you know from their performances in the movies. It's something I expect. You know, we saw it with sorry to hit on it again, Sims. You know, the performances in Avengers. Um, <laughs> Of you know of Troy Baker and Nolan North in the title roles, you know it was, you know you're always you're always expecting that. It's the same thing with you know the Spider-Man games. You mm-hmm. the I can't remember the name of the guy that voices Peter Parker, but I knew, be, I knew he was going to be so different to Tom Holland's performance. But a lot of the times, you know that can work in the game's favour, um, as you say, giving a different take on the character. Yeah. I would say I mean, Rocket sounds similar. He's not Bradley Cooper's version, but it's probably the closest one. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, Groot. But it's still great. great. Yeah, Rocket. That's great. the thing. You, you, you're like, oh, this this Rocket's not quite the Rocket that I have heard. But after like 30 minutes of hearing him talk, I'm like, I love this version of Rocket. Holy yeah. shit, this voice actor is killing it. His um, his comedic timing is absolute gold. Uh, you you really get to grow on the voice actors. I think. Maybe Drax is the one I like connected to the least in terms of voice acting. Interesting, but still a great okay. version of that character, and it didn't uh, detract in any way. And also, I yeah. would say that one thing that uh, this game does, I think, better than the movies is is expanding their universe a little bit more. I mean, there's a lot of supporting characters in this, mm-hmm. and when you're reaching the end of the game and you're sort of like recapping all the people you've helped along the way, like you're like, oh man, I love this like huge cast of characters. That to be fair. I mean, we've only had two Guardians movies, like a couple sure. hours. Like That's we spend way point. more time with them. So like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting to yeah. know the Guardians more in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a shout out. One of my favorite characters in the game. No spoilers. Lady Hellbender. Okay. Oh, Lady Hellbender. Lady Hellbender was one of my favorites. I love this woman. Nikki Gold. I, I'm a I'm a Nikki Gold fan. <laughs> Nikki was Nikki's great. Nikki's, Nikki's great. great. I love Nikki. I, I was going to say that. Um, it's interesting you, met, you mentioned about you know getting to know more of the world of, of Guardians because you know having watched the films I was you know. I was I want a Mass Effect style game with within that universe. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard and from what you guys have been talking, it seems like, you know, talking to the characters and, you know, um, all that kind of, it seems like this is probably as close as we're going to get to like, yeah. a, you know, a Mass Effect style game for the Guardians, which, which yeah. you know, really appeals to me. I think I'll pick it up um, over the weekend. I think you should, because they're, when you get to the ship, it, it's very Mass Effect. You're running around a Star Lord, you're talking to people, uh, you pick up, like, there is a collectible that is like, specific to a guardian and if you pick it up when you're in gameplay next time you get to the ship you can go and talk to them about it and kind of like share a bit of their story yeah uh, and that expands even more and it's 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 really good uh i think that square needs to i'm not sure how much this is going to sell hopefully it sells well because of the guardian's name i think that square should just green light a, a second one already 100%. and just have idos go on i think idos has made very good games and has just not really hit hit it critically I, I don't think at least recently um with i think their last game being shadow of the tomb raider which is good game not 
as good as the other two, and then um, the and last the ASX. Hmm. Is that not Crystal Dynamics? Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. No, no they changed for some for what yeah, they switched. Uh, the, 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 yeah, they were making Avengers at the time, and um, Eidos went yes, to that of course. one. Yeah. Come on, yeah. um, and then and then they made the the, the last Deus Ex. I know wasn't as good as uh, Human Revolution. Mm. Um, so they haven't they haven't been on too high of a high, but this is definitely um, I think a game of the year contender. Uh, so I, 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 I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you think the chance of actually getting game of the year? A nominations? Nom- I think a nomination. I don't know if it really can is going to hit it just because of reviews and things I've seen for other games. Like I think that. I don't know. Deathloop probably has a better chance, but um, yeah. I, I hope hopefully a nom. You've definitely motivated me to play it. Yeah, I think you should. Is it, you it's like not Mass like I don't want to play it. I just I don't know in my head about it. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Here's the thing. What I would say is just give like how much did you play? Like did you, did you finish the first chapter? I literally no. It's a pretty long first chapter. It's like ninety minutes. So I literally I can... watched the flashback. Oh, okay. So you're like 15, the room. twenty minutes. Yeah. Then, then, fell asleep. Spoke. <laughs> yeah. Something about Groot had a problem, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> He's still very early. So early. But yeah. I would, I would say at least finish I, that first chapter. I want to play. It. Like it's, it's just I don't know. Like I'm just so anxious about everything. Like the 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 the, the Forza that's coming out next week, the Football Manager and Pokemon, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. I, am I letting yeah. Far Cry now? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm honestly, it's been one of them weeks where I'm just really busy. Like mm-hmm. so busy. Like it's just. It, I mean, look at me a minute ago. I had to like disappear for ten minutes because like my kids' rooms an absolute bombshell. <laughs> like just like LOL toys everywhere. So you know, my life is very hectic. So uh, please excuse my disappearance. Um, it's, it's getting to that point, isn't it, of of, of the year where we're going to start to get all these massive titles come out and then. It's going to be a, a choice for it starts people like us tomorrow. Going, right. I mean, after, after what do we want to buy? Yeah, no, it starts tomorrow. After yeah. Call of Duty kicks off, though. like what? No, we got oh, we got, got Battlefield, Battlefield, Halo, Halo uh, GTA. Honestly, last, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. end of next week we'll get we'll have GTA. Mm-hmm. Good, and the week God, after that Battlefield. Break. Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting a lot really quickly. And I'm I'm tempted to just play San Andreas. <laughs> Go for it, it's man! It's crazy. See that new San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Um, due to the time, I'm gonna finish now because uh, I know Sam okay. needs to disappear. It's quarter past nine, and my tummy is a rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, thank please. you, Hamlet. It's been a pleasure. Oh, you've been amazing. Actually, uh, Tucker, not so much. Sorry, Tucker. Next thank you. Time, Sorry. I'll, I'll I'll try my best. Tucker, you're always a pleasure to have. Like, I, I really enjoy listening to you. Like, for someone with a, you, for a very young, and we, I know we take the piss that you, you know, you're just a tadpole. Um, you're probably one of the smartest people I've ever spoken to. So, thank you, thank um, you, thank you for coming on the show, Sam. Please pimp out your stuff. Where can we find you? So you can find me on YouTube. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, bloody brilliant games. Put it in the search bar. You'll find the channel. And as we've got uh, our EGX coverage, please young, uh, check that out if you have not already. It's probably probably uh, the work i'm most proud of um that we've done so far and hopefully uh we can use that as a launch pad going forward for other events um news uh which actually i've got a script for tomorrow um which probably one of those two stories we talked about today will probably fall into um mm-hmm. we've also got as i said uh, essays um video essays video kind of doc series etc coming up soon great um as i said the closest one is uh, to done is going to be about why the Xbox One failed because it's mostly its shit name. Um, 
You can follow the uh, channel on Twitter. That's twitter.com forward slash at bloody brill games. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, where can I set on like a website and stuff? Like that? That's it. Only place you can find at the moment is Twitter and on YouTube. Wonderful. Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, cool. shut your stuff out. Uh, I, I, I do YouTube videos uh, a lot. Uh, we, we've been doing five or six a week um, for Hello. over a year now. Uh, so, uh, Backlog Banter on YouTube, um, but uh, the Twitter for Backlog Banter does not get a lot of views, so don't follow that. Um, follow me on Twitter uh, at Tucker Hazel with two L's if you look that up. Uh, that, that'll be me. Uh, and we've also, I mean, we've got a Discord that you can join. We're building out our community. We'd love, really love to meet some more people. So uh, anyone who can join should. I'm in there. You see me in there every now That's and true. then. That's true. Yeah, hopping <laughs> around. Don't do it. He's in my Discord. No, no. Oh, I'm joking. Uh, and you can find the Nerdy Gods at Nerdy Gods on Twitter, on YouTube. We've got really, you know, we're really lucky with the name, you know, for saying that we can get Nerdy Gods on Twitter, YouTube. Most likely. I, found, I did it all real quick when I was making it. Really good. <laughs> Um, for uh, audio listeners at home, please rate five stars on the Apple Podcast. That would help. Leave us a great review. We, our, our numbers seem to have jumped up really bad audio way, wise, which is um, phenomenal. Um, please don't forget to like and subscribe, and don't forget to tell your grandma. So <laughs> don't. Yeah. It's a it's a thing. You it's it's a thing. Uh, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. I didn't, li- didn't have to say literally. Never mind. <laughs> I say it every episode. <laughs> <laughs>